All right, team, here we are, 7th of June, uh, a little bit of short, sharp inspiration, motivation, a little bit of reflection, a little bit of projection, just to make sure that we are crystal clear and super, super intentional and intentful in terms of what is to be expected on the week ahead. To say I'm excited to run through this one uh, as a bit of an understatement, I spent all the last sort of three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a lot of reflection, I think, because we've all went through different changing circumstances over the last sort of three weeks. And for me, this was the first week where I was like, you know what, I'm going to just get on top of everything. I'm not drinking this weekend and just manage to give myself um, that permission to think and sort of make sense of all this. So to say I'm excited to deliver one would be uh, a bit of an understatement. So a little bit of overview in terms of the week. Again, for each of you who maybe watched the June content pipeline, again, I just want to reiterate, this Thursday, like we do every 12 weeks, we have a goal-setting webinar. So if you're in your first sort of 30 or 60 days, um, you should probably be okay. But if you're in any other color than green right now, I would highly recommend that you come along to Thursday's session. Let me just let Anna in. There she is. Um, so yeah, we have uh, the wonderful Mandy Sinclair coming into going deep into finding your why. So again, this is just going to be a bit of a, a brush up in terms of the goal setting webinar, which we do every 12 weeks. Uh, again, I've uploaded obviously the kickstart section and highlighted to some of you guys to go back through the kickstart section. Uh, but if some of you guys are within your first 30 days, you should be all okay. If you want to come along to and understand in terms of a framework to follow and of course, here a little bit more Mandy, I would highly recommend it. So again, team, Mondays, Thursdays, 7.30, we know the drill. I wanted to share this with you guys. And if you want to take a screenshot, I've actually emailed this out to a couple of you guys. I'm going through my own mentorship course, mentorship program. Uh, it's called Comprehensive Coaching with Shannon Beer. I'd highly recommend you go give Shannon a follow. She posts a lot of... Uh, really, really meaningful and really insightful questioning uh, really gets you thinking. And uh, we're just kind of exploring this thought process. And I'd shared with you guys, like the last 12 months, all we've had the opportunity to focus on is basically what's within our own four walls. A lot of you guys joined this program when it was the right time for you to double down and focus on yourself. And now we're starting to kind of step out into the world. And I was sharing with Shannon in terms of, I have a lot of anxiety around what if um, like things have changed. Looking back three months ago, looking back three weeks ago, looking back to 12 months ago, understanding how much I have changed uh, in my own self and then how that may impact how others see me. So if any of you guys have anxieties or thoughts or just kind of questioning, we always say it's all about awareness team. So this simple framework really helped me kind of come overcome that anxiety in terms of stepping out uh, into social life, in terms of stepping out and uh, are really leaning into sort of that, uh, stepping out of my comfort zone as such and really pushing things forward as such. So again, this is just a very simple framework that allows you to understand basically the best outcome, understand the worst outcome, understand the period of time that that can have an impact over and then it'll allow you to make much better decisions because again we know the quality of your life really just comes down to the quality of the questions that you ask yourself 
Um, so again, take a screenshot of this. Uh, I know I've emailed it to some of you guys. I will post a link down in it below. But I want to throw this over to you. So we're going to put 60 seconds on the clock, and I want you to ask yourself these simple questions. Three reflection questions and three intentful questions. Number one, if you are listening to this back on the podcast, take a little bit of time. I'm going to throw some tunes on and just ask yourself and document these in some way, shape, or form. Number one, where did I show up last week as my best self? Was it at work? Was it with family? Was it your organization? Did you just really manage to kind of get your house in order? How have you managed to show up in the last seven days a way that you think you really like to kind of replicate? Because I'm hearing a lot of people come in and be like, oh, like, um, it's not been my best. It's not been this. It's not been that. And you need to understand that it all starts with you. Like, this was a big mindset shift for myself in terms of, like your fitness, your business, your work, your relationships, your family, your finances, like notice the common denominator of those first three words. And we need to take responsibility. So your routines, your energy, there's a reason that you've shown up a certain way, if it's good or if it's bad. So number two, where did you not show up as your best self? And then finally, number three is what insights can you take from this? So all I want you to do is just start putting pen down to paper. We're just going to put 60 seconds on the clock. And I want you to just check in with yourself. Because the unique thing about getting your own thoughts out and like into the world and pen on paper is you start to build trust in yourself. You start to become your own problem solver. And I'm not here to tell you what to think. My job here is to help guide you create the environment, like I can't lift the dumbbell, I can't um, put the fork down, I can't keep you out of the fridge, <laughs> like, bit of a side story, like, my brother asked me, how are you building a business by keeping people's head out of the fridge, I'm like, <laughs> I'd like to think I do a little bit more than that, I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> not really, but, wow, thanks, that's like, here I am five years later, my brother still thinks that's all I do, <laughs> like, cheers, mate, <laughs> but, Again, like we are moving, things are moving. The sun goes up, the sun goes down each and every single day. And I can't be the one that creates change in you. But what I can do is I can create the environment and I can create the opportunity. And I can keep knocking on that door, pushing you in the right direction, expanding your thinking. That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to help you how to think, not what to think. So I want you to spend the next 60 seconds and get clear. How did you show up as your best self? Where did you not show up as your best selves? What can you learn from this? 60 seconds, team. Pen to paper. Scribble some things down. Uh, and if you want to share in the chat, by all means, do so. Where did you show up as your best self in the last seven days? Where did you not show up as your best self? When you're a little bit more reactive, you're a bit more restless, you're a bit disorganized. What can you learn from this? 
All right. And if anyone wants to share in the chat box, by all means, please do so. Uh, after receiving some bad comments uh, about my way of work, I spoke about deciding to change how I was really feeling. If I was sad, deflated or embarrassed, I went and done my best work to date by running a 5K and getting a personal best. Yeah, you did, Samantha. Uh, number two, I didn't show up when I let those comments get the better of me. I felt, a little bit, felt sorry for myself and ate a bar of chocolate before deciding things to change. So there was that little bit of buffer. You brought awareness to that, which is absolutely huge. Samantha, I've learned that if I don't want to feel a certain way, then I need to change something about it and do it quickly. Don't dwell on it. Even a small change, like sticking trainers on and going out for a walk, working out, or even just putting an upbeat song. Uh, not a problem there, Samantha. So yeah, again, incredible. Incredible. And again, these are moments which you need to lean on. Because again, like as much as I want to be the, be the one that kind of shares and showcases and helps kind of guide you through this process, like there's going to have to be moments where you need to learn this thing on your, on your own. And obviously, Samantha, we had the 24-hour rule. You reached out the same day, actually, and you're like, look, I feel shit, I feel rubbish, I've not ticked off my training session, what do I do? And uh, again, like, we managed to get on top of that, which was great. And I know that's a big thing in terms of what we've been speaking about over these last sort of three to four weeks. And uh, if anything, we've just managed to kind of minimize the, the downsides as such, which is absolutely incredible because that's where it starts, awareness. Cool. Forward thinking, week ahead, before we get into some mindset nuggets. Keep it simple. What are the three outcomes you want to achieve this week? If it's training, if it's steps, if it's meal planning, if it's maybe you want to lose some weight, maybe you want to double things down, maybe you want to go out and have date night, guilt-free, maybe you want to uh, hit a PB on a run, whatever it is that you may think of. What are the three outcomes you want to focus on this week? Same again, 60 seconds on the clock. Number two, what might get in the way and how do you need to plan for this? Number three, how are you going to protect your energy and check in with yourself if your energy gets low? Three simple questions. Let's focus on that team. What are the outcomes? One, two, and three. What might get in the way? How are you going to plan for that? And how are you going to check in with yourself if your energy is low? 60 seconds. What are the three outcomes this week? What might get in the way? How are you going to plan for this? And how are you going to protect your energy if you feel low? Awesome team. Let's see a couple shares in the chat box. I'm just going to give you another 20 seconds. Throw it down, get accountable team. We have some people on the line, let's see it. So Samantha looking to lose two to three pounds, incredible. She's looking to get three workouts done, incredible. Do 10, 100,000 steps, huge. 
Huge goals, massive action, massive results. That's what the potential is. Anna, three gym slash swimming sessions, stick to meal plan and get 10,000 steps every single day. Awesome, team. Again, you know what you need to do. You know what that looks like. You know how to lean into those bright spots and make sure you double down and make that happen. So let's get into five key principles, get our mindset head in the right space. So pretty much just kind of leaning off of what we were talking about there as team, it all starts with you. Everything in your life, again, is either happening to you or it's happening because of you. And this is a big mindset shift in which we need to go through. We can all feel guilty. We can all feel take blame. We can all feel that we don't know what it takes. We've all, like, we all have this ability to focus internally or externally. And what often happens is when people either get successful, they become complacent. When you become successful, you become complacent. Or if you're on the opposite end of the spectrum and you're down here, you don't do anything to change because you think everything is going to just remain the exact same. But it's the same on a day-to-day -day basis. The quality of your results really determine from the quality of your routines. If you want to get better results, it just comes down to the routines. People who are happy have day-to-day -day routines that they engage in. When you're at your best self, you have day-to-day -day actions that you engage in. When you are putting on two or three pounds, when your energy levels is shot, when you're spending time on Netflix and you just don't have the motivation, whatever motivation is, those are just routines. And the thing is, these routines, there's nothing wrong with those routines. It's the mindset and the attitude which we have towards those routines. The real problem isn't the actions which you're doing. The real problem is the mindset and thought process towards certain routines that you're doing. If we can change your thought process and your thought pattern and think a bit more constructively, think with a bit more enjoyment, think with a bit more engagement, think with a bit more excitement, that's when things really start to change. Because as far as like rushing and as far as getting ahead and as far as a lot of people I see getting caught up on where they think they should be, Note this down, when you rush things, you ruin things. This is a principle which I've been learning in terms of business. This is something I've learned in my own physique. When I wanted to lose weight as quick as I possibly could, yes, I would cut out carbohydrates. Yes, I would do extensive workouts. And for four or five days, exactly that, I would drop two or three pounds. Things would feel good. Then come the weekend, because I've been so restrictive and didn't manage my energy levels, Come to the weekend, I would be wanting to escape rather than be excited for the things moving forward. So come the weekend, what would I do? Go out, have a variety of food choices, lose sense of control, have a good bit of alcohol, wake up on the Sunday feeling deflated, hungover, energy levels is short, and then I'm just rude. Wake up on the Sunday, maybe have a takeout, step counter down, and the reality is I wake up on Monday again feeling pretty rubbish. It's Tuesday before I'm back on top of things. So when you rush things, you ruin things. And the ability to basically follow the, follow the pattern, follow the routines, which will lead you to either one, failure, or two, success, is entirely down to what you focus on. What I want you guys to do, here's an action step. 
if you're still feeling that you're trying to kind of catch up with your um, your routines, if you're a little bit unsure, if this isn't something that you've ever maybe came across before, your energy management is always going to be more important because I've spent an hour doing a 10-minute task. I have some like admin stuff and some bills to pay, which I've been meaning to pay since like last Tuesday. That's not the point, but what we need to look at is your energy management. Because if one day you have high levels of motivation, one day you feel good, and then the other day not as good, a little bit inconsistent, there's a difference here. And this could just be simply in terms of how you're managing your energy. We all have busy schedules, we all have busy routines, and you're trying to create and fit in um, friends and your work, and now you're trying to fit in exercise, and now you're trying to find in step counts, and all of these different things. But I want you to do this. Just for the next seven days, I want you to categorize your week down into three components, morning, afternoon, and evening. And I want you to check in with yourself. Basically from like six o'clock to 12, maybe 12 o'clock to four, maybe four o'clock to 10 o'clock, something like that. And I just want you to give yourself a score, red, amber, or green. Because you're gonna start checking in and realizing, you know what, seeing a Monday morning, my energy levels are just low you probably would have realized that I had like six messages and uh, I didn't get back to any of you guys until 12 o'clock today because I knew I was out, had a couple of drinks on Saturday, had two beers, felt really good, up on Sunday, was running around daft, woke up this morning and for me, I really need to get blackout blinds because I'm waking up at half past four every morning. My energy levels were just shot. I woke up at quarter past five this morning went back to, I just rolled over. Next thing I know, it was quarter to eight. Like, and I'm usually up at six o'clock, like half five, six o'clock every single morning. First things first, go straight to the gym. Now, for me, I got up, I had my meeting at nine, my meeting at 10, I then went to the gym. I came back at 12 o'clock and I know that if I get my morning routine in, that's when I'm at my best self. And I could have opened up my phone and answered my messages back to you guys but I know that I wouldn't be delivering my best and that's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to deliver my absolute best. So if that means you sitting in my inbox for two or three hours until I'm in the right mindset to deliver my very, very best self to you, then that's how it works. You'll note that I don't reply between the hours of 12 and four. I also don't reply after eight o'clock because my best work is done again, first thing in the morning, I serve myself first. And then as well, between sort of four and like six, seven o'clock, and then I start to kind of wind down. But the problem I see is we think we need to be go, 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 go. And then when it comes down to Saturday, Sunday, we switch off. But again, it's not about switching off. It's about switching on to your productivity. So for me, like Mondays and Tuesdays are highly productive days. Wednesday, I have a much slower day. Monday, I go through all my check-ins. I send each and every single one of you some feedback. Tuesday, I do all of my social media content. I jump on some sales calls. If I've got anyone new coming in, I jump on some one-to-one calls with you. Wednesday's just a buffer day. Wednesday's a day where I have some admin to do, a bit more flexible in my program, a bit more flexible in my time. Thursday, same again. You'll all hear a message from me. Friday's wrapping up for the week. And then Saturday, I work from 8 to 12 but I know what works for me. 
And you need to start identifying where your energy is really, really high and you're at your most productive. And then you can start delegating your product, like your to-do list, an order of your energy. Maybe you have a really, really demanding schedule at the moment. Maybe you have assignments to do if you're a teacher. Again, maybe you have an art project that you need to be focusing on. Maybe you've got some school homework to be doing. Maybe you've got deadlines for work to be doing. Whatever it is that you're focusing on. And if you've started to realize that Monday morning, you're not your most productive. Monday evening, you're not your most productive. But all of a sudden, on a Tuesday night, you're just on fire. And if you have this thought process, well, Matt's programmed in my workout for a Tuesday night, so I need to go and do a workout on a Tuesday night. No. This is where you're at your most engaged mentally. For me, if my energy levels are low, the best thing I can do is go and work out because that brings my energy level back up. For some of you guys, if your energy level is shot, the best thing you can do is read a book or go for a bath or go a walk or phone a friend. So you need to start thinking energy management, not time management. Get into those routines. In my morning routine is work out, home, walk, breakfast, journal, do all that sort of things, and then I start my day. But that works for me. You need to start thinking, how does your week look? So very simple, over the next seven days, morning, afternoon, evening, red, amber, green. Just score yourself, check in with yourself three times a day, and you'll start to see where are those bright spots that you can lean into. And I promise you guys, it'll make such a difference. All right, moving on. Next one I'm seeing, team. We're getting high with the highs and we're getting low with the lows. Volatility, emotional volatility. I lost three pounds this week. Matt, I've not hit my steps today. I feel rubbish. May as well blow it out of the war. Ah, well, fuck it. How come I done so well last week and then this week I'm just kind of uh, a bit low? Emotional volatility. I was listening to an amazing podcast by uh, Jay Shetty and Kobe Bryant. Um, I read Kobe Bryant's autobiography last year and it uh, came up in my sort of uh, memories. And I was just, you know, I want to kind of dive back into that thought process and thought pattern and just kind of explore that a little bit more. And he was basically just speaking in, terms, speaking in terms of how he breaks it all down. Because there's moments where, again, Kobe Bryant was as one of the most prestigious basketball players in the world. Unfortunately, obviously passed like when he was 40 during a helicopter crash. But what did he learn from it? He understood that he could be MVP of the NBA Finals and then play the next game and not score for two quarters. But again, for him was, how can I break this down? Like, what's the worst case scenario? What's the best case scenario? Because when we break it down, like, your fears and your anxieties and the worries that you have right now is, if I don't lose two pounds, well, what does that mean? I'm a failure. Well, let's break it down. What does that mean? If I don't lose two pounds, well, I've, I've wasted my money. Is that the worst thing that could happen? What else could happen? Um, I don't think I'm going to be good enough. People are going to judge me. Well, is that really important? Fast forward two years, fast forward five years, dealing with those anxious thoughts. What did I learn from this? Well, if people are judging me because I didn't lose weight or if I'm judging me because I don't lose weight or because I feel like a failure, if I feel like I'm not going to be good enough, well, that's where the flaws in the thinking is. But I'm seeing, especially in the world as we're opening up at the moment, team, the last 12 months, we've not had the option to go out and enjoy beer gardens. We've not had the option to go out and enjoy a beer in a pub. 
I went out to a pub just again on that weekend there, and I was so devastated. Like, honestly, like, <laughs> crushed. I asked for a pint, and she gave me a plastic glass. And I'm like, that wouldn't, that hurts my soul because it's my first pint in 12 months, and it's a plastic. Give me a glass. I was raging. And then again, this is just the emotional volatility. My first pint in a pub in 12 months, and she hands me in plastic. You can imagine how I'm feeling. Emotional volatility. Emotional volatility. <laughs> Thanks, Samantha. But I know we can all relate to this because we all have good weeks. We all have good days. And I've said this analogy to more than one of you guys, and I know there's people listening to this or there's people on the line who are going to nod at this statement. When you're driving 30 miles an hour and then you turn on the motorway, then you drive 60 miles an hour, maybe even push it, you go 80 miles per hour. And then you come off the motorway and you go back down to 30 miles an hour. 30 miles per hour feels so slow. But the reality is you're just comparing yourself to how you were at 100 miles an hour, 80 miles an hour. Of course, like I love it when you guys check in and say, I've lost three pounds this week. Incredible. But my goal for each and every single one of you is, is when you come to the end of your six months is, Matt, I've managed to lose four stone and maintain it. I've managed to lose two stone and maintain it. I've managed to improve my relationship with food and now feel like I'm ready to go alone. That's the goal. So don't get too caught up in the volatilities. There's going to be good days. There's going to be bad days. You just need to have that sort of level kind of playing ground and ask yourself, what did you learn from this? This is where journaling, this is why I really advise and recommend you guys to journal because it just kind of neutralizes your thought pattern. Cool. Why am I feeling so good? Because I'm doing this, this, and this. When you check in in True Coach and I see everything's a 10 out of 10, I'm like, right, cool. I don't need to worry about them, but I know next week, these are the first people that I look at. If you check in and you say, how confident do you feel about the week ahead? And you say 10 out of 10, you're top of my priority list next week because the emotional volatility which that can offer. We want to be between a seven, an eight, even pushing to a nine. We don't want to be much lower than a five. It's okay to have low energy, but it's important we don't get too attached to the lows and too attached to the highs, because that's again where things get a little bit dangerous. Number three, comparison, FIFA joy. I'm going to try to keep this a little bit short. Well, it depends. Again, these are just one of those uh, statements which I feel are just kind of thrown around and normally people have a good understanding of it. And I know that, yes, to me, comparison has been the thief of joy in the past. And comparison, the way that I look at comparison now, definitely said that word too many times. Comparison is dangerous when you do so in a critical manner. Comparison is really, really effective if you do it in a curiosity style of manner. And this is why we introduced the client hot seats. Give you a little bit of an insight. Again, we had Samantha um, last month, 100,000 steps, lose six pounds, huge, again, huge. Like, rewind three months ago, Samantha had never stepped foot in a gym before, never done any forms of exercise, never really gave her that thought process. But again, for now, Samantha's ticking off 5Ks for fun. She's running around with her kids. She's losing weight. She's running and jumping in the sea and doing all these crazy things. So, when you can have a, a thought process, so I just want you to have this little bit of a mindset. Like, just remember this. When you see people on social media, don't think critically of comparison. 
Think curiosity comparison. What's working for them? Why is that working? Is there something that I'm missing there? Because if you're saying, oh, someone's lost five pounds this week, well, at what cost? Because you've all lost weight in the past and you understand what it takes to lose five pounds. They've probably not had much of a social life. Their energy level's shot. And the reason that they're posting up, oh my God, look at my win, is because they feel so shit about themselves, they go to social media for some form of quick fix approval. So get curious with comparison. Not critical. Should help. I want to quickly just check in, team. Let me know where you are out of these three. Give me a yes in the chat. Is this hitting home? Is this making sense? Uh, if there's anyone that stood out to you, just share number one, number two, or number three. Let me know, team. And then we'll move on to the last two before we start wrapping up. Anna, number two. Thanks, buddy. Samantha, number one, incredible. You are team. So, final two thoughts I want you guys to consider. Gregor, number two, sorry, Samantha, number one. Change. This is incredible. Oh, I just one last thing I missed on that last slide. People often overestimate what you can do in a week. 100,000 steps, lose five pounds, or maybe you overestimate what you can do in a month. I want to lose two stone this month. I want to lose one, one stone this month. I want to never feel stressed again. I want to build better relationships. <laughs> I want to never binge eat again. I want to never feel stressed again. I, want to, I, don't want to, I don't want to stress out. I want to be more happy, more confident, and fit into the clothes and smash all my gym PBs this month. All right. <laughs> but you underestimate what you can do in a year. Compare yourself to where you could be, focus internally. If you are getting curious, if you are thinking comparison, you should always compare yourself to yourself. What could be possible if you fast forwarded one month? What could be possible if you fast forwarded one year? So change. I was spending a little bit of time and I'm currently working with a copywriter. And she shared this with me and it really, really got me thinking. Each and every single one of you guys are here and why I'm like, why am I signed up to a copywriter? Why I'm signed up to my own mentorship program? Why I'm signed up to my own business coach? Us coaches and you clients are bought into two things. You're bought into the hope that things can be different and the confidence that, that you have the power to change it. You've bought into the Becoming Empowered program or the Confidence Coaching program is because you feel that there is hope that things can be different and with the guidance of this program and support that you have the power to change it. When you do not feel empowered, when you don't feel there's hope, you disengage. So we need to look at the belief system that you have. And it all comes down to changing is the belief that one can change. If you don't have uh, The Daily Stoic by Ryan Halliday, I would highly recommend it. I've actually just got it beside me. Um, if you don't have this book, 
this is actually an incredible book about stoicism. I would highly recommend it. What it is, is just 366 pages. You read this, and that's it for the day. And it just sets you up with a thought process. And what they spoke about here, yeah, this was yesterday's, was when to stick and when to quit. And I want to just quickly read this out to you. Because I read this yesterday, and then I was in the line at the supermarket, and it, funnily enough, it happened. The Daily Stoic by Ryan Halliday. I'll, uh, I'll throw a picture up on it uh, in the, the thingy. But this is it, and I want to just quickly read this out. Thinking of those who, not by fault or inconsistency, but the lack of effort, are too unstable to live as they wish, but only live as they have begun. So he used this analogy when in the, in the shop, in the supermarket. Like people who change in the supermarket, change lines. One gets in the short line and sticks to it no matter what, how slow it is or how much faster the other seems to be going. Number two, another changes lines repeatedly based on whatever he thinks might, might save a few seconds. And the third switches only once when it's clear that their line is delayed and there is a clearer alternative which better serves them. I also added in number four because I got caught off by the guy who just skipped all of those and just went straight for the most cheap, like just ahead of everyone. I'm like, that prick. <laughs> Like there's, there's number four, but we're not going to speak about number four. So ironic that I read this and went to Aldi yesterday. Like, honestly, <laughs> Wednesdays, and, uh, Wednesdays and Sundays are my shopping days. Like, <laughs> I tell you, I tell you. So Seneca, who was advising this, was basically just saying, you can be committed to something forever, but you need to have the ability to understand when that approach is flawed when that approach is uh, wrong, and we need to have that level of awareness. And as we've said to you, it all comes from understanding the difference in terms of where you are right now and where you want to be. This is why we have these reflective questions. This is why I want to expand your thinking. This is why I want you to explore these thoughts to get you to think differently, to get you to think critically. Because belief and change happens when you have hope and power. When you have confidence in your decisions, when you feel empowered, when you have the hope that something can change, that's when you start to create and influence change. But if you don't feel empowered and if you don't feel there's hope, then you remain in your comfort zone. You remain where you are. And we need to get clear in terms of what do you really, really want? And if this is hitting home and you feel, yeah, that's me, come to Thursday's session because this is exactly what we're going to speak about. is finding that purpose, finding that drive. Because if you feel that you're coasting in any way, shape, or form, then we need to have that want to change, to be different. And we're going to come on to this in the power questions at the end of this. And understanding where you are right now is actually impacting you and those around you more. The want and desire to change needs to be greater than the willingness to stay the same. Last one, team, before we wrap up. Um... Ironically, this is actually a Biffy Clyro lyric. Uh, we have Biffy Clyro tickets and we're listening to Biffy Clyro. And I swear to God, like, I don't know if it's just music, which always just gets me in the right mindset. I was listening to Natasha Berryfield last week and her song Unwritten. Again, I was listening to the lyrics and actually studied all the lyrics. It's absolutely incredible. But if any of you guys know who Biffy Clyro is, they have this song, which is Balance, Not Symmetry. We speak about work-life balance in here. Work-life balance doesn't exist. 
It's a balancing act. Notice how this here, the photo, is perfectly balanced. But one side has a much bigger rock with a much shorter distance to the center. The other one is much smaller, much lighter, and is further away, but it's perfectly balanced. This comes down to if you're working a law, Monday through Friday, and if you switch on to the weekends, and again, if you're not feeling fulfilled, this is where the sort of living for the weekend mentality has, because there's no joy in fulfillment Monday through Friday. So we have that kind of all or nothing binge mentality. We were escaping the week rather than being excited for the week. So ask yourself, what do you want to get excited for this weekend? How do you want to feel come Monday? Because the quality of your life comes down from the quality of your routines. If you want to improve the quality of your life, you need to improve the quality of questions that you ask yourself. So if you have better quality questions, you get better quality thinking. Better quality thinking creates better quality emotions. Better quality emotions create actions, actions, routines, routines, results. Because you cannot direct your mind in terms of what not to focus on. We have this thing called the amygdala. Don't think of a purple elephant. Don't eat chocolate. I just want to don't do this. I don't want to do this. It doesn't work. We can only direct our mind in terms of what to focus on. Get really, really clear on what you want to focus on. And again, like an app, just have that intensity, have that clarity, get really, really clear on the outcomes in each week. You're thinking. Your actions, your habits, your behaviors, your routines, everything else will fall into place. And this is what happens when you take ownership. Because for me, I went through this bit of a, a change. I'd highlighted how many times up to you guys that have been working with Joe Parrish. Uh, I made the decision to not work with Joe Parrish anymore. Take that step away. Because I felt that my relationship with him had sort of served its purpose. I went to Joe during a global pandemic and was feared that things weren't going to go right. And I passed all of the ownership over to Joe. Over these last three weeks, I've had the opportunity to focus more so on myself and bring better balance to my own thought process and where I want to go. And a big thing for me is, well, when it gets to the weekend and I'm switching off, I'm switching on to quality. You don't need to be perfectly in line all the time. What you need to do is have the awareness in terms of what are you focusing on and what is the thing which is going to serve you. So if you're doing a project at work, if you're having a dinner out with friends, if you're at some certain like events with your friends that you're not enjoying, you don't need to stay there. You don't need to drink every single week. It's a crazy thought. So let me know, team. Those who are here, before we kind of just wrap up on these final five questions, what stood out the most out of those five? If anyone has anything that they want to share, I would love the opportunity if you just press the, just in the comment section, just wrote share, and uh, you can come on and let me know what stood out or what's working for you. Anything that you want to add on to that, or just comment number one, number two, number three, number four, or number five. Let me see in the chat box and then let's wrap up there and then we'll just open pretty much for questions. Great song. Yeah, Balance Not Symmetry. Biffy Clyro, go check it out. Um, Samantha, number four, because riots are at my work at the moment. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so the willingness to change, good. 
you're going to be walking around um, thinking of your shops at the moment and you're going to be like, oh my God, there's those four different people. I bet you I can tell. Like, you could start guessing their names. You're like, the person who jumps it, the person who complains, those are definitely Karens. Um, Gregor, I thought the energy efficiency stuff was really, really important. Yep, incredible, dude. Um, Anna, I really like the thought of you comparing yourself to yourself. Absolutely awesome. Again, if you work through those documents that I emailed you, pretty much kind of it goes and explores that. Uh, Samantha, split my day into three sections and monitoring how I feel at those times and then delegating your sort of to-do list as such uh, across those. Yeah. See, my, my like end of week routine is basically what's like the, and I just start writing a to-do list effectively. What do I need to get done? And then I just start valuing like green, amber, red. What's the, the things which are going to take a lot of energy? For me, Monday's check-in, Tuesday's sales calls, um, engagement on social media, writing all of my social media content, business development, personal development. How can I then delegate my to-do list and not think about, focusing so rigidly on here's a to-do list I need to do. I'm just going to work through number one through 15 in terms of instead think, right, cool. When am I at my best? When am I at my most demanding? And when can I then focus on the lower energy tasks that again, like I don't need to worry about. It's like for me, like I said, Wednesday the day I want to do shopping. Well, not want to do shopping, but it's not hard to go to the shop like on a Wednesday. And if I said to myself, I need to go shopping on a Monday or Tuesday, and if I wasn't organized, like, then, okay, I open myself up for just going on Just Eat or something like that. But that's why it's so important for me to do it on a Sunday or Saturday, Sunday, on, and then a Wednesday. Um, because Mondays and Tuesdays are super, super busy for me. They're super, super dense. Um, and I don't want to be thinking about cooking or cleaning or doing any of that stuff. Like, I, I just don't do it. So team, awesome, awesome. Again, if you listen to this back on replay, let me know what stood out to yourself. Final five questions to summarize and throw this ownership over to yourself. What do you need to spend more time focusing on this week? Number two, what do you need to spend less time focusing on this week? Number three, how are you gonna get uncomfortable this week? So number four, what could you do this week that would excite you? What are you doing for fun this week? Because we speak about motivation. Motivation comes in waves. Your routines, again, all just comes down from basically the questions that you're asking yourself. But if you could ask what could excite you this week, like again, for me, I'm going out to the cinema tomorrow night for the first time. Absolutely buzzing. Absolutely buzzing. Saturday night, we have dinner. That's my accountability. Tuesday night, Saturday night. I know if I didn't get everything I'd done in the day and have my, my day planned out tomorrow, basically I'm instead of working 8 to 12 and then 4 to 8, I'm working from 8 to 4 tomorrow. Because going to the cinemas really, really excites me. I'm absolutely buzzing. Saturday, same again, getting the chance to go out to one of my favorite restaurants. Um, number five. And I want to just open this up because we have Gregor on the line. And this is where this power question came from in terms of the quality of your questions determine the quality of your life. Because Gregor came on and, and we also have Andy. Andy's not on the line at the moment. But Gregor asked an amazing, amazing question, which is basically everything which we are building this program out of. It's like, you know what? Like, I feel pretty good. Energy level's good. Body's in a good position. Business is in a good position. But I just want to see what could be possible. 
So everything which we are focusing on a week to week and a day to day basis, all I need to do to check in with Gregor is like, dude, like, what did you explore this week? Did you did you deliver this week? Did you see what was possible? What you could do? Andy Harvey, another fantastic person. Man has lost 20 kilos in the last five months. Absolutely incredible. And his question was, what would the best man do? He wants to be the best man at his brother's wedding. And he didn't feel like he was that person. Since then, every question, every day he wakes up, was like, well, what would the best man do? We didn't, we didn't sign up this program to be the, the average man, the second man. What would the best man do? And it's, of course, understanding, yes, that sometimes that's to push, sometimes that's to pull. So I want to throw this over to yourself. Gregor's got what could be possible. Andy's got what would the best man do? What question do you want to live within this week? Ask yourself, what could be possible? Gregor, is there anything you want to share on that one? If you just press yourself on mute and just well, I mean, what's been your thought process just kind of over these last seven days. And then uh, Anna and Samantha, I know you guys are on the line. Just hit share if there's anything you want to, to ask yourself. I would love the opportunity to uh, let the, the team in on this one. Let me know. Uh, we have number two, Samantha, other people's opinions. Uh, what would the best version of me do? Absolutely incredible. Samantha, what are my limits? Yeah, incredible. Um, Anna, well, I need to spend a bit more time with myself, spend less time on everybody else. How are you going to get uncomfortable this week? Start saying no. Yep, again, mindset switch, Anna. Not saying no, but saying yes to yourself. That That's empowerment. That's that's what we're focusing on. Number four, having a family barbecue. Uh, yeah, incredible, incredible. Uh, Samantha's always focusing on herself. Awesome team, awesome. So now is just, I'm going to take it off share and uh, we're just going to open up the floor, just finish the recording.